Hey, besties. Welcome to the BFF Bookcast. We're your hosts, Teresa and Katie. Before we jump in, we just want to remind everyone that while we discuss our own thoughts and opinions, just remember we are here to have a good time. And as always, please check trigger warnings before reading any books we will be discussing. And beware, we curse like the Bat Boys probably do during their annual snowball fight. How are you? I'm just stuper- superb. That's, I don't know what those those words were, but I'm superb. It's stupid and superb, obviously. I mean, that kind of works, too. How you're, are you on this fine Friday? I'd be better if it wasn't. Well, no, you know what? I'm fine with it being Friday. I was upset that I had to work today, obviously. Yeah, um, always. <laughs> and now I'm just like, wait, like I'm packed. I'm ready to go on vacation. So you just want to go. Yeah, like now I'm just like, cause like I packed all like most of my toiletries, and I'm like, okay, well I still have two days until I leave. <laughs> so yeah, but I'm just like oh. I I always pack early, just so like otherwise I stress about it. Oh, same. And then I have to like unpack and then repack again like three different times. Exactly. But anyway, yes. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. And, and then I was get it. Get it. I packed two books. And obviously Which I'm bringing ones? my Kindle. Um, I packed, what's it called? Georgie All Along, that one. Okay. And Twisted by Emily McIntyre. And I think I'm going to start, though, with something on my Kindle. And do you know what that's going to be? No. I started X's and O's today. How is it? It's cute. I was going to I was gonna do Ambrosia. Um from C.N. Crawford, but then I was like, you know what? We had, I wouldn't call Breath Mints deep, but it was gray. Yeah. And then coming off of Daughter of No World's book two, I was like, you know what? I think we need light and fluffy. So I was yeah. like, you know what? Let me take one book off of my physical TBR and read it. It's, it's cute so far. And I thought I was, I was a little nervous because she's described as like a stage five clinger. So I was gonna be like, oh, fuck, here we go. But yeah, like that, like just that that exact phase. I was like, ah, uh, what am I gonna get myself into? But it's not bad at all. It's cute. She's yeah. just like a little extra. And I'm like, okay, I, but I can, you know, okay. <laughs> I love an I love an extra character. I wanted to start Rogue, which is book two in like that L Kennedy series. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to bring like I I'm not gonna finish it by the time I leave Sunday because like I just have too much going on beforehand um and I don't want to bring a third physical book if I don't have to yeah I don't blame you so I'm gonna wait till I get home to do that and one start that that's smart that's yeah smart. so whatever I'm gonna start something on my kindle tonight or like tomorrow maybe just so I can like read that on the plane mm-hmm. and then I'm I'll so probably jealous. read one of the other read the other two while I'm on the beach but and you'll probably need be. a third or a fourth by the time you you're gonna read all of them. Everything that you you set your mind to, you're gonna read it because that's just who you are as a human being. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and it by just the time, depends too. Yeah. Like if you're on it, the beach by yourself, like you're gonna fly through a book. It, that's why I brought the Georgia all along and twisted, because I feel like I'm gonna like get through them in like maybe like two sit like sittings. Yeah. Um my mom will be at the beach with me and she can get chatty. I'm gonna. I already told her. I said when I'm at the beach. I was gonna say, Big T's coming with you. You might need to be like, listen, lady, <laughs> you sit there and, and I, shut up, or don't. And I'm up. gonna, 
Yeah, and I'm going to be Love with my brother too. and <laughs> she's not going to listen. <laughs> I'll be with <laughs> I'll be with my brother and his wife too and like Erica and I are like super duper close. Um so I think I'm going to have to be like guys, I'm going into into my room. Everybody leave me alone. I need an hour or two to read. You need to do I say that now and then I'll probably just be like are we going to go do something? Yeah. But when this when this episode airs, I'll be I'll be tan already. Bitch. I know. But yeah, breath mints and battle scars. Breath so mints and battle scars. This is our first, like, our first dabbling of Dramini fanfic. And, and your analogy was the best, I think, that when you, Mary, and I were talking about. Because I was nervous about associating the characters from the original series in yeah. this. And though you know that they are the original characters, I wasn't envisioning, like, Hermione Granger as Hermione Granger, if that makes sense. But you said it really good in the text messages. Would you care to repeat? I assume it was my Marvel, like, comparison. And, like, the, yes. So, the multiverse. There's They exist. They're the same character, but they exist in different timelines. So, like, I'm not... Like, I wasn't reading this and, like, picturing, like, Emma Watson and Tom Felton. Like, I was mm-hmm. not, pi- even, like, aside from the movies, like, I wasn't picturing the Hermione Granger of, like, even, like, Deathly Hallows. Like, I was just picturing, like, a new character who I knew background information on, but I wasn't, yes. I wasn't picturing them as the same characters. I so, agree. I think that made it easier for me to read. Agreed. Um and I really, I mean, I really liked it. Like, I can't wait to read more Germany fanfic now. I was picturing the Draco of Breathmints as, like, an Aaron Warner type character from Shatter Me. Where he's, like, not a good person. Openly is, like, I'm a bad person. I'm never going to change. But, like, you still love him. Yes. Yeah. But I think that's why we loved him, because he was aware of his flaws. At least that's why I yeah. loved him. And, I, I was, mean, I like... Could, I could appreciate that. <laughs> I don't want a toxic male love interest in, like, a contemporary romance. But in stories like this, like, I like when they're toxic. And he was... They were... I mean, toxic. Hermione was also toxic, too. Which is and, why I'm very shocked I liked this. Because normally I can't handle two toxic individuals but i like chatter me i don't know sometimes i'm fucking weird well honestly i think <laughs> it's just the way that things are written sometimes like i think That's so true too. this is breathman's battle scars by onyx and elm um it's obviously a fanfic so you're not going to find this traditionally published you can just go online um find the pdf version and download it onto your kindle I read mine um, on the iPad. I don't know how you did the Kindle because that text I was like. So I found a different a different version, okay. and it was regular, just like looked like the regular Kindle. Because yes, I started out on the iPad with the first one that I found, and I was like, "This is and you my eyesight is on the great." IPad. <laughs> yeah. And then I was complaining about it actually, and Mary was like, "Oh, I have a different version." Because I was like, "I can't highlight mm. anything." I was like taking like pictures of my iPad. When did that conversation occur? Uh, you were in there. 
And you like responded like to something else really? like not long after. And I was like, oh, she must have seen I, it. I was so. pissed I couldn't highlight it. Yeah. Oh, motherfucker. But yeah, so it's so the story, I mean, like if you know anything about Germany fanfic, the story takes place after the war. Um this one, I know that there's like different whatever. This one takes place right after the war ends. They're back at Hogwarts in their last year of school. And Hermione's not dealing with things very well. Which of, I mean, who would expect, expected. who would expect any of these people to be taking anything well after the trauma that they endured? Like, And again, everyone handles their grief differently and how they, like, because she was kind of explaining was it Ginny? Like, she's kind of back to being, like, fun, bubbly Ginny, but mm-hmm. that might be what works for Ginny. Yeah. So to And she makes own. comments, too, about how, like, Harry, like, kind of has to put on, like, a front because everyone's, like, looking to him as, like, the hero of the war to, like, see, like, you know, how he's dealing with things. And, like, uh, like Ron, like, sneaks glances at, like, a certain spot in the Gryffindor, like, common area where, like, Fred used to sit, and she, like, notices these, like, little things, but, like, nobody really talks about the trauma, and then, like, towards the end, Harry's, like, you never asked for help, like, we're all here for you, all you need to do is ask, and I actually really liked the, like, the Harry in this, because, like, I didn't want, I didn't want characters that we love, like, obviously, like, I love Harry and Ron, I didn't want them to become, like, these, like, assholes were like she was like they were against each other like of course that happened like just for the drama of it but at the end of the day ron and harry were both very much there for her at the end harry more so than ron but ron did pull through in the end um and i was happy about that because like i don't want these other characters that i love to just like lose all their development from the original story agreed yeah, like, I like that Ginny, no matter what, had her back throughout the whole time, even though they were, like, calling him a different name. Um, but yeah, like, I really, en- even though Harry is minimally brought up, you d- like, he's just a good guy. Like, all you yeah. had to do was ask, which... Literally. Angel. And that is, like, very Hermione, too, from, like, the original books. Like, she's just kind of, like, never really asking for help. Um because she's a badass bitch. Like, she's everybody's first, yeah. like, female main character that they were like, yo, like, I want to be Hermione. I mean, even Draco says throughout this whole um, book, like, do you ever not just do something because you want, like, you don't want it, like, you want to do it. Like, anytime she thinks of something that she wants to do, she does it, but she doesn't just, she doesn't just do it. She does it with, like, a bang. Like, yeah. it's all out. It's it's all or nothing with her, mm-hmm. which is very Hermione. Yes, and I loved, like, how much he hated himself for, like, caring about her. So, at the end, like, during the trials, you get a memory from Narcissa of the scene where Bellatrix is, like, carving mud blood into Hermione's arm. And you find out that Draco was there doing a, a counter hex or whatever to um, stop like, the curse that Bellatrix was, like, whatever, put, like, carving into her um, as, like, a way to save her, that he always had, like, an infatuation with her. Like, he hated her because he liked her. Yeah. Like, he was not, and he says it, it says, it's, oh my god, I can't talk today on a Friday. 
he says it perfectly like his dad wasn't around like when his dad was around it was a specific certain way that he had to act like he mm-hmm. had to hate her and like what she, like where she came from and like he had to do better than harry but when he finally when lucius was away i guess in book three i think that's correct from what yeah. i'm recalling um he kind of got to like open his eyes take the blinders off and like you're saying like he liked her but he knew he wasn't supposed to like her yeah so i mean and like even (laughs) in like the yeah i was like even in like the original books like he struggles with being a death eater and like he doesn't want to kill dumbledore i mean he doesn't obviously uh snape does it for him but like he's like he's almost i mean like he is a he's an abused child and like yeah obviously every he was i mean he was a bully and a dick but you have to i mean you just remember these kids were so what like father. 12 yeah. and like the atmosphere that he was raised in yeah look he's a product of his environment he's doing what, yeah like his aunt and his dad are doing and like him pushing and like speaking to narcissa like sh- she's just she's probably just trying to freaking survive which like i low-key love this woman well that's what like, i was gonna say i feel like they're both just trying to survive yeah and i mean like you i i don't know like if if a really horrible person came to me and was like i'm gonna kill you or like you have to do bad stuff i'd probably do bad stuff um yeah no i would too it's like self-preservation especially when it's like your parents being like hey here now you're part of this horrible secret society like i mean it's terrible but i think you have to go back and remember that they were legitimately just children Growing up in an abusive environment. Legitimately just children. And again, like, like he says, it. I, I, it just, this is so well written because he even says in this book, like, my dad wasn't affectionate. My mom and dad didn't like steal clip kisses and like do anything no. that signified that they loved one another. It was purely, sorry, I'm trying to plug my computer in because somehow this thing, why does my Mac always die? Like, I don't get it. I can't help you with that. I don't know. I I think you should bring it to the Um, genius, genius bar. Genius bar is that Best Buy? No, genius bar is Apple. Get a new, get a new battery. Maybe it's like, but it's like a new computer. Like I just don't understand. Oh, I don't know. Um, but yeah, like it it said so well. We're good now. Technology inclined. Um, it said so well about how like he literally didn't have like. A loving relationship to look up to like he did everything he did because he had to otherwise he would die or like or someone else that he like his mom probably would like die right so he did what he needed to do and i think the same thing goes for narcissa and oh my god so i was just on facebook which like i'm never on facebook and ironically it was something about bellatrix and how she was able to be defeated because of the strength of a mother's love for a child yeah because Molly Weasley was able to kill her where like so many other people had had such a hard time trying to defend themselves against Bellatrix. And like, even with Narcissa lying to Voldemort in the end, it was always said that he can detect a lie, but he wasn't able to detect Narcissa's lie about when she declared Harry dead. It was the love right. of her that she had for her child. It's like this woman, like low key, I feel like in the background of everything was just, like plotting and planning anything she could to ensure the safety of her and her son, mostly her son. Yeah. And like it's it's still here in this, which was kind of cool. Like she did whatever she could 
to save Draco. Yeah. And like that's the only love he has. Like that's so sad. Like, Honestly, he doesn't know what like love is. The, the whole time I was like this poor boy. And that's why like I mean, don't get me wrong because I love this. But like there are just parts when I was just like I just want Hermione to just be like the stronger person, which she ends up doing yeah. it. But at first he's like he's just looking for love and he's trying to push her away almost so that she has to prove because like no one has ever fought to be in his life. No, like he they again said so well in this in Breathments and Battle Scars, people liked him because of who he was. Like it mm-hmm. was Lucius Mouthboy's son. He was close to Voldemort. He clearly came from a lot of money. Like it's a status thing. Like he's like a symbol of like wealth and this prodigy child for the dark side. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like even after like when they have their first sex scene in the hospital beds, he's dirty too. Like the next morning he's so upset because he didn't, she just didn't like choose him. She like ran out of there. Like he was yeah. kind of hoping like she would be, it was like a pick me moment. Like she didn't pick him. She picked herself. Yeah. Which like, I get it. Like you're trying to like save face. Like you're about to get hated on by everyone. But yeah, poor angel baby just wanted to be loved. I know. And like, I just wanted to give him a hug. Right. Like th- throughout the whole thing. I was like, all this boy needs is a hug. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I love it. Okay, really quick, because I do want to get more into, like, their relationship, but I love Theo. Oh my god, same. Like, he was fucking terrific. I loved him. Like, he's not a character in the books, right? No. I was okay, so I was like, first. I, I was like, it's been a while. I literally sat there, I was racking my brain, I was like, for someone who's... He's definitely not in the movies because I want those are my going to sleep things and he's not yeah, there. Yeah. But the books, I was like, I really can't recall. And then I started doing some digging. I was like, I don't think this guy's a character. I think this is just no. like a new character. Okay. Cause I was like, I haven't read the books. It's been like the last time I read them, I think, was maybe like five or six years ago. So I was like, maybe he was like mentioned, but like he's not maybe. a character. But from what I was like looking and like what I remember, I was like, I mean, again, someone could point out that we're wrong. Please do if we are, but I but I loved love, him. He was, I loved him too. He was so good. Oh. Um, the the truth or dare? Could you imagine? Okay, could you imagine being in middle school where you're already trying to like be cool, be liked, like whatever? Like I'm envisioning Katie as a 13 year old girl, which like scary. <laughs> yeah scary what we looked like at 13 versus these kids braces but just ew like no i was thinking i was doing braces but just like woof like that is the thing like i feel like if i saw a picture me in like middle school we'd all just go woof but like imagine playing truth or dare in one of your friends basements with a veritaserum no (laughs) i fucking shit myself i'd say i'm not gonna play thank you (laughs) yeah like mom come get me now (laughs) Mom, I'm scared. Like, literally, because, like, the next day in school, you'd be, like, made fun of, like, laughing stock, depending upon what said. Like, could you even imagine? No. No. Literally, no. Oh. And then, I just love when, like, she, because she gets drunk a lot, which, girl, you get it. Um, When she starts to slip, when, she, like, Doreko's like, you'll hate yourself in the morning. And she's like, I hate myself every morning. Mm-hmm. I know. There's so many. Like, 
she goes, I like the way I feel when I'm with you. You don't expect me to be happy or recovering or even, or even fucking polite. You treat me the way you did before the war. You're rude and patronizing and violent and you don't tiptoe around me. You call me a cunt and throw me into walls. You're horrible. You're horrible and I fucking hate you as much as you hate me. When I feel the way I feel around the rest of them, I feel like a stain, like I'm tainting everything else. I can't explain it properly. I just, with you, I can feel as furious as I need to feel. You're so sullen and so mean that it doesn't feel like I'm ruining anything. It's already ruined. Which is, like, so toxic. So <laughs> But also, like... Uh, like I was like reading it, I was like obsessed. Same. I was like salivating for it. I was like, yes. Um, I also just loved her little rant when they're in the library about how he's attractive and she's always found him attractive. It was very frozen like moment for me when Anna's like, like, you know, you're beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, like it just like slips. Um but then she realizes there's bear to see her in the butterbeer. <laughs> Which like that's terrific. She gets so fucking pissed at Seamus. Seamus is a little shit star. Like, bro, yo, like he was fucking awful. Like he was stirring that pot the whole book. I just want to like know. bitch slap him and be like, go fucking blow up a feather again. But, you but that's like literally <laughs> so so on brand for his character. Which, like, I thought was so cool that she wrote it this way. Like, it's a completely different universe. It has obviously the same characters, but a lot of the characters have the same components of what they were in the original books. With mm-hmm. the few, like, exceptions of, like, Draco and Hermione in this case. Well, maybe not so Hermione. Like, we don't know what kind of a closet freak she could be. Um, And I loved, like, the... When they were in potions. And, like, her typical, like... Like, the toothpaste scent that she would smell. Um, Like, it all turned into Draco. And then not... And then Theo was mm-hmm. like, Yo, dude, like, light, go lighter on the cologne. And she's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, let me mess yeah. this up on purpose. <laughs> I... Oh. I was, um, I was happy how mad she got at him when he, like, purposely fucked her, knowing that, uh, Ron was gonna, yes. like, walk in. Because at first I was yes. like, I feel like she's gonna be mad and, like, blood, like, let it blow over. And I'm happy that, like, she was like, I'm fucking done Me with too. it. Because, like, that part, I was like, that was disgusting. That's fucked up. And yeah. so manipulative. It's slimy. Yeah. I was it's like, so Ugh. slimy. I was like, I will, like, I will defend a lot of bad behavior, but that, like, really, I was like, oh. That was um, love. Yeah. That was him being a little piece of shit. <laughs> like, that was a shitty-ass moment. Yeah. Wait, hold on. I have to read this, too. Do it. Okay. This is This is from Draco. He says, imagine you fucked up your life so badly that you've started to expect literally everything to fail. Imagine waking up every morning... Knowing that when you leave your room, people are going to look at you like they want to kill you. Seek you out and repeat the names of the people they think you murdered. Just chant them at you over and over again at every given opportunity. Even though you had absolutely fucking nothing to do with Lavender Brown's death or Fred Weasley's or Creevy or Bones. Imagine dealing with that every fucking day. And then imagine that somehow, accidentally, you stumble into something that possibly, maybe, just maybe makes leaving your room in the morning easier. Imagine being so fucking proud that you've managed to earn that one thing, win that one thing. Imagine being so proud that you can't fucking wait for, I don't know, God damn it, it cut off. But like, <laughs> like I, could go, I can go to the page, but um, now look me in the eye. Okay, yeah. Now look me in the eye and tell me that, and tell me you'd blame yourself for seeking affection, for wanting 
it to look like someone still loved you for wanting to feel like someone loved you or even wanted to be near you. Because this is when she's like getting mad at him because he's like showing like more affection towards Pansy. Um, And then you find out that Pansy's using him to make Theo jealous and like he's just using her because he's like he needs all he wants to do is be loved. And to yeah, have somebody like, care about starved him. Starved for love. Yeah. Starved for any kind of affection. Yeah. Or just probably just like attention. Like, and again, it's spelled, like, I'll keep saying this till I'm blue in the face. Um, like, it's spelled out so well in this book about how, like, like, pretend, like walk a mile in his shoes for seven seconds. Like, I, he was on the bad side. Like, he gets it. Like, he pretty much tried to cut his arm off just to get rid of that dang dark mark, which, like, we'll get into that. But, like, imagine literally having to go back to school at the place that you helped and assisted in so many different ways to cause such destruction and death yeah like could you imagine having to then face your classmates every single day no like no one likes you no one gives a shit about you and if you weren't there tomorrow no one would notice and if you died tomorrow no one would care and they'd probably or, the, or people would yeah i was like or people would celebrate so like that's got to be and again, like for, what he did again in previous, obviously the original books is incomprehensible. It's terrible. So I'm not condoning it, but like, because he did it just like, just like Pansy did everything she did when you learn about her trial, she did what she did out of love for Theo, mm-hmm. which again, terrible things, but that's what Draco was doing. He was doing terrible things because he was put in those situations. And yeah, like you could say he has a choice, and I guess you do, but I just don't think he was a strong enough person to ever walk away when that's all he's ever known. Well, right. And I that's think all, that like, like that's his friends were there too. Like, how do you? That's got to be hard. I think that if like he was seventeen and someone approached him and was like, "Let's let's fucking kill the humans and all the mudbloods yeah. and whatever," and like he just like. And then he was like, yeah, you know what? Sure. I agree. I, I'm on board with that. It's different than like being raised from the time that you're born to hate all of these exactly. things and all these people. And like you see him struggling with it, even in like the, the original books. books. Yeah. Like yeah. you see him struggling like with it, but like it's how he was raised. Doesn't make it right. But at a, at a young age, like you're not fully developed to be able to make those better decisions. And again, and you, then you, you look up to your parents like. Yeah, and when it came down to it, like, he didn't kill Dumbledore. Like, he helped Harry and them get... Like, you know what I mean? Like, he was stuck in a a horrific environment, um, but the older he got, the better decisions he started making, even though he was kind of trapped in whatever. But, I mean, like, the whole Dark Mark thing, like... It's, like, it's trying to kill him because he's, like, rejecting the evilness of it it's like i i equate that to how um wormtail when he got the new hand from voldemort like he acted he had one second of self-doubt to help harry and it attacked him and killed him so like i felt like that was like the same kind of a thing yeah like he's finally having better thoughts and therefore it is attacking him yes poor poor little angel like you're trying to turn over a new leaf and this is just coming after you yeah I mean, like, again, too, this is a fantasy world. Like, if this is real yes. life, my opinions are very prison. different. <laughs> yeah. Like, I am the first person to be like, be that person needs up. to be locked up. Yeah. <laughs> but in this world. about real life people. Yeah. Fantasy, I just think, yes. 
I need to be clear about that. Yes, I think that's a good. That's a really good point because we we're like totally defending him right now. Because effectively, like the like the Death Eaters are Nazis. Like if we're like equating them to real world 1 people and like not condoning that behavior, but Fuck in this no. book, Draco re- deserves a redemption. Yes, in the fantasy world, this is, yeah. we're okay with it. But yeah, real life, fuck no. <laughs> right, real life, I will be at your house, citizens arrest. Um, I was also- and eye for an eye. <laughs> yeah. Literally, yeah, literally. Um, I was laughing. Um, they go back and forth, and he's like, don't call me Malfoy. And he, she's like, okay, well then don't call me Granger. Yeah. And he's like, but your name is so fucking, like, so many syllables. Yeah. Like, she's like- He's like, oh, you, I know. He's like, oh, so many fucking syllables. She goes, oh, you poor thing. And then he goes, her, my, name. And she, and he goes, I mean, it takes ages to say. Like, you could just, like, tell. He's just like, gee, like, oh, my God. I, I liked also, it. Their banter was I liked funny. It too. Their banter was good because, like, it was dry, but had, yes. like, good snippets. And, like, I liked that she was wittier than I would have expected her to be. Yeah. Like, she's the brightest witch of her age, but, like, that doesn't mean you're witty. Like, she's, no. she was funny here. Um, I also like that they called her Miney. I thought yeah. that was cute. I, I was here for a nickname. But it, like, it's, I don't know about you, but, like, when he was sounding out, I was thinking of, like, how Victor Crumb was sounding. I was like, perm e o Yeah. <laughs> I love how they brought up, like, Victor Crumb. Like, she was like, oh, like, you know, I think it was, like, after their first kiss. She's, like, comparing the kiss with Draco to the kiss with, like, Victor and like with Ron and like I guess like a couple human boys like after the war that she like ended up kissing and she's like basically yeah. nobody kisses like Draco but I was like I like I mean in the movies and like the book but I really like, yeah I love Victor Crumb like I always just like forget about him like when it comes to like me too whatever he, like, I barely spoke he had no words yeah. and like he Boy comes up no like words. a couple times yeah um I like that um Ron definitely still has a crush on her. Yeah. I kind of found that, like, interesting that that kept true in this one. Like, it was, like, she, like, keeps saying, like, it was supposed to be him, blah, 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 blah. But, like, it never happened and she didn't feel that way. Um, And I will say, like, what if this is, okay. I feel like everyone, I mean, me in particular, I feel like I have, like, two people like this who, like, I could tell you, like, hey, we need to go to a bar. So like her and Ginny go to the bar mm-hmm. and I could tell you that I murdered someone and all you would probably say would be like, we just need another round. Like we gotta, we gotta work some shit out. <laughs> like, yeah. And I love that Ginny did that for her. Like you're turning to your best friend in the time of need. You're finally going to come clean with everything. And she was there. It wasn't like a, ju- like whether she was judging her or not, regardless of what she was thinking, she was there for her friend. And I feel like yeah. everyone needs at least one person like that where you can call and be like i did something yes we need and a I love i almost feel like this was like a Ginny redemption from the movies because Ginny in the books i loved and Ginny in the movies i was like oh god like just like wet mop horrible and like that not like that's when not she ties harry potter's shoes what was that book um movie number six or seven part it's one? um part one of deathly hollows is it no it's it's no it's um it's uh oh my god it's my favorite one half blood friends thank you i'm like it's my favorite one why can i think of it (laughs) when she like and then they kiss in like the room of i just yeah no not for me yeah no i was like 
came off very yeah icky just, in, the, yeah. in the movies oh, and it's like oh. it's just the way that she was written in the movies i loved her in the books and then I, in the movies She's i was like perfect in the books so i like i'm like okay I'm, I'm happy that they like redeemed her in this again i was like all right i love jenny I'm again i'm so with you i'm so with you because like i'll put myself in like those scenes and be like could you imagine me getting down on my my knees to tie tom's shoes no no <laughs> He can get on his knees to tie my shoes. tie my shoes. (laughs) I mean, if he was like, babe, can you tie my shoes for me? I'd be like, sure. But like to do it in like a, I did. Yeah, it was just weird. It It depends on. Yeah, it depends on the nature. Like just had surgery, have a stomach that you can't bend over because you're eight months pregnant. There's a couple different things. But like (laughs) the way it was, I was like, this is so awesome. I was going to watch it. it, The context, like in the, it was just bizarre. Uh, it was just a bizarre scene in the movie. Um, it was quite a few. I also loved his journal, like that we got to see his journal entries. Yes, and like they were so unhinged. They were terrific. I loved them. I love the one when he's just like, "Give me the fucking drugs! Give me the fucking drugs!" He like, <laughs> he's like, "I fucking Give just need drugs. drugs! I need the drugs!" And then you find um, out that he tells her, "Well, like they're like you know having sexy time." He goes down on her. He's like, "Oh." You taste amazing. You taste like opium. opium. And I'm like, and she's like, kind of like, okay, like, Come is again. that good? Or that feels like, that feels like it's not a good thing. He's like, oh, trust me. He's like, opium, opium is great. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, that's great, Draco. <laughs> so terrific. I love the note that he also sends to Potter. Um, hmm I'm trusting Potter, Merlin. What a fucking concept! I was just like rolling. Like he writes what is what he's thinking, and there's no filter. Yeah, and like it's great. So that's yeah. So that's after they're all like rearrested, basically. And I think it's so like I'm picturing it in my head, and I think it's so funny to picture that like for like a week or two straight, he's sending her like howlers every day to like <laughs> convince her to like. He's like, I don't fucking want to see you. Cause he doesn't want her going to help him because he's like afraid that she's like she's will gonna be get killed. killed. Yeah, but I'm like I'm just picturing these like howlers, like him in prison, like sending me, <laughs> and then like her opening them, and it's just like him, like you fucking dumb cunt, <laughs> literally. Yeah, like I'm, like, yeah, like <laughs> like word I, for word. Yeah, and it's like fun. I mean, it's not supposed to be funny. It's supposed to be very serious, but like it was so but funny was like, picturing it. <laughs> Does that make deranged? Should we be going to ask them? <laughs> Probably. Or the um, what's the uh, mental place there? Oh, what's it called? Oh, um, where Neville's parents are. M- M- Mungo. Yeah. Mungo's. Yeah. Mungo's. Saint Mungo's. It's like the hot. Oh I think God. that's like the hospital and like the psych ward or Saint Mungo's. Um, like I have so many highlights. I don't think I've highlighted like a book this much in so long. Probably since Zodiac Academy in like December. Like I honestly have. So many. I'm a little salty that I didn't realize that this was going around in a group chat because I would have done the same thing. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I love that it's hurting her so much to earn me. No one's ever had to fucking earn me before. But like seriously. Which is also you come to find out that no one's like gone down on him. So and again it's like oh, they're yeah. like they were comparing like, oh, it's a privilege to do that, and he's never allowed that for someone. And because he doesn't want, like, like to give up control and, like, letting her do that is, like, him relinquishing that control. 
I also loved when he jumped in front of the Bogart for Hermione. I know. But then, but then, then you see it's him look like it's his father in a mirror. It's like his biggest fear is becoming his dad. Let's just take a moment. That hurt. That hurt a little bit. Um, I do also love that they give like nods to like Lupin. Where the hell was Hagrid? I wanted Hagrid. I was wondering, okay, yes, thank you for bringing that up, because I had an, I made a note, and I was like, where is Hagrid? Like, yeah, it's weird that she's, like, wandering the grounds, like, at all out, and, like, not a, not a nary little, like, oh, and I ran into Hagrid, or, like, yeah. Just anything. Just of him, nothing, it was weird. Yeah. Or, like, oh, Hag- maybe, honestly, like, what I thought was gonna be, like, oh, Hagrid's, like, away doing some, like, wizarding business, and they were gonna, like, use the cottage- as like a bone um, palace. With Fang just there watching. Yeah. No, Fang would be off like... with Hagrid. <laughs> You're right, probably. Yeah. All of but like, drool everywhere. Yeah, I was just like, where is he? What are they doing? Um I don't want to read this whole entry, but it's just like his entry from January eleventh, nineteen ninety-nine is so good. Do it. Okay. <clears throat> A monologue by Draco Malfoy. (laughs) Diary. (laughs) I'm going to try to do like a dramatic reading of it, but I can't can't be serious. Are you going to give us a British accent? Nope. No, I'm not even going to attempt it. Okay. Uh, Nobody fucking taught me. Nobody sat me down and explained. Explained how the fuck I'm supposed to feel, what I'm supposed to do, how I'm supposed to act. Mother and father never told me, yes, Draco, this is how much it's going to hurt. And this is how hard it'll be to trust. And this is what you should never do. Never, ever. No one ever drew that fucking line for me. No one ever fucking prepared me for the way it was going to feel, for how little fucking sense anything was going to make, for the way she started looking at me and talking to me and seeking things from me, like comfort, like safety. What the fuck was I supposed to fucking do with that? Seriously. I asked her to fucking prove it, and then she fucking did. The fuckery here is twofold. A, this is fucking Granger, Granger who never fucking does anything out of her fucking comfort zone, unless it's for St. fucking Potter, Granger who would never put herself on... Or her reputation on the line for me in a million fucking years, I could have taken bets on it. But then also, B, I'm fucking me. When the fuck in the last eight years, no, the last 18 years, has anything ever gone the way I've wanted it to? The way I've asked for it to? Therefore, fuck Granger and her fucking grand gesture. I thought maybe I could handle it. I thought maybe those fucking Patel twins or the Weaselet would come back from holiday and bounce around with joy for her at at least but granger fucking crucified herself for me and then suddenly it was my move my turn to prove something my turn to prove i wasn't everything she thought me to be my turn to sacrifice something to lose something and i didn't know how i still don't so fucking excuse the hell out of me while i try to find some semblance of what's comfortable what's familiar what i'm used to at least my feelings about weaselby are fucking consistent merlin you should have seen his face this is like after obviously he like has ron walking on them I want a portrait of that face to hang over my mantle for fucking eternity. It was everything I'd hoped for and more. Every ounce of, yeah, uh, Weasley, watch me. Watch me fuck her. Watch me fuck the girl you thought was always meant to be yours. She's not yours. It was fucking flawless. But then her face, she had to go and ruin everything with her face. She's always ruining everything with her fucking face. And then he goes on to be like, she looked at me, blah, 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 whatever. But she's always ruining everything with her fucking face because he loves her. Yeah, because he's in- he's intrigued. No, because he's in love. I'm trying to find where, um, I just really liked her writing. I feel like it brought 
obviously life to the story. Like, it's very atmospheric. But I also just really enjoyed the fact that she does such a good... Er, it's a, is it a female author? I assume it is. Okay. Onyx and Elm is the author. Um, and I, my assumption is, yeah. Okay. Cause, but I, I like the way she brings like his feelings and like thoughts and things like this to the forefront because I think it's super important to like understand what he's thinking in order to grasp like the full nature of what she's writing mm-hmm. does that make sense am I putting that is that, is that, is that right yeah <laughs> like you can feel I'm trying to find this is the part where he tells her that he loves her he's like tell me you understand don't take it all oh, away no. And then he just keeps saying, he's like, don't, don't take it away. Don't take away the only thing I can feel, the only thing that I want to feel. And she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Basically. And he goes, I'm fucking in love with you. <laughs> and then the orgasm rips through her like a tsunami. <laughs> like, never in my life did I think that I was going to be like, yeah, let's get some, yeah, like, let's, like, first of all, what is this movement? Um, I, I never in my life thought that I would be like oh yeah let's fuck Hermione (laughs) another diary entry diary she's a cunt I think I need her (laughs) it's so good that's the whole entry it's amazing I know I love it I'm trying to find this one quote that he like when he's explaining how she causes him pain all I wrote was like eighty four percent the pain comment, but of course, like I can't. Oh wait, I probably it have it. You might have uh, it. It's t- obviously towards the end. Make no mistake. Oh, this is good too. And he's like, "Make no mistake. If you get yourself taken away from me, I will kill you. Do you understand? Yes. I will bring you back from the brink of death if I have to, and then I will fucking kill you just so I can do it myself." It's amazing. Um, I know. I also, okay, this one too. That fucking hair, these hands. One second, it's Pansy, and the next it's Geo on my knees for, and it's your cunt I can taste. This is, like, when he's, like, admitting to her that he, like, since he, like, started jerking off, mm-hmm. it's always been about, like, he's tried to picture other girls, and it's, all they can see is, like, her hair and her hands and, like, her face and, like, hear her voice. And I'm just like, oh. All right, 82%. Is this it? And now look at me. Now I do know you, and now I'm fucking hopeless. Now I don't lose sleep over missions or marks to my fucking father. I lose sleep over you, wondering what happens to you if I ever fuck up again. You want me to tell you want me to tell you you're pretty, so bloody beautiful. I want to gouge my fucking eyes out. You want to hear that after you took this stupid fucking organ out of my chest with your little fist, and you, and then he makes a little gesture. Um, you just fucking squeeze it until it looked fit to burst after I begged you not to stand between me and whatever consequences I fucking earned after I told you I couldn't stand to have one more fucking thing weighing on my conscience after all this fucking pain you put me through. You, you want to hear what I think? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's that part, but there's like, a, there's a lot more. <laughs> there's a, like, it's a really good saga of how he like continues on about, because he always says like, you caused me so much pain. Yeah. And, like, I feel like I was kind of taking that as, like, because she's essentially good, like, she's a war hero, like, like, what, like, he's hurting because, like, he wants to love her, but, like, feels like he's not, he's undeserving of it. Like, yes. But this, I feel like, sums it up so perfectly 
And essentially, yeah, like he feels very undeserving of her love. Um, but he really yeah, kind of explains it's like, this whole thing because that's when she goes down on him and she goes, "Was yes. that pain?" And he goes, "Of a sort you can't even imagine." Like he feel yeah, because he feels so undeserving that it's like physically yeah. hurts him to like be with her because all he thinks is that like he's going to bring her down or like cause her harm, and like he can't stay away from her, but he also like can't be with even her. Even when they finally like kind of come out, like. He's low-key super pumped that everyone hates her, but also low-key super upset that everyone hates her. Yeah, he's like, like I'm happy that, like, he, like, that's the thing, too. Like, he, they both struggle with it, where he's like, I can't stand her, yeah. but I love her. It's a love-hate, man. It was, and it, so, it was just written so good. And then at, like, the end, oh, so, like, the end, okay, so after whatever happens with those still leads the aurors or whatever he is like he hands in his wand and he like exiles himself to the muggle world yep. which i think is just like so funny he's like i'm just gonna drink like hot chocolate out of flimsy cups and like that's it yeah yeah and uh it takes her two years to find him because obviously my, our girl's a smart little cookie and her and theo create like a spell so she can like track him and they end up being back in love. I do like, because at first I was like, is she just going to leave the wizarding world to be a muggle in exile, essentially, with him? So I was like, I don't, I know it's classified as a semi-happy ending. It's not like a happy ending. Right. But I was like, that's almost kind of like a depressing ending. It's like, then she's removed from, like, everyone she loves. And backtracking, I was a little unclear in the beginning. Maybe you can spell it out for me. She, they mentioned her parents quickly. Are her parents still under the impression that she's no longer, like, like she still wiped their memory, essentially? That is the impression I got, is that when she wiped okay. their memory during the war, that it, they, she never gave them the memories back, so they don't know that she exists. Okay. That was my impression. Which, like, I'm kind of hoping maybe she chooses to change her mind once she, like, finds love and, like, herself again, but, like, who knows? But, like, I am glad that they found a way to reach out to Kingsley and, like, get Draco back involved with helping out, I think it's St. Mungo's, mm -hmm. um, kind of doing what he was doing, essentially, with the diary entries. And then she's kind of back and forth. Because I was like, that's really sad if, like, she has to physically remove herself from that to be with him. Which, like, I get it. You do it for love. Like, okay, I'm here. Like, I understand. But Yeah, but at the same time, like, I hate when it's, like, you have to give up your whole life just so you can, like, Agreed. have love with one person. Because, like, one, that's just toxic and unhealthy. And, like, too, like, you shouldn't have to give up, like, your friends and your life and, like, every, like, yeah, like, Harry, Harry and Ron and Ginny are her family. And, like, the Weasleys, Literally. like, Molly, like, that's her family. And, like, what she's gonna do, give them up for a man and, like, live in solitude with him without, like, no. With no one? Like, nothing? Yeah, like, it's weird. It's, like, I'm really glad that it was written in a way where, like, they, she does, she's able to kind of go back and forth. He's yeah. not, but she is. But right. I think he's very much okay with that. And I also like that you find out that his mom is aware of where he is as well. Yes. Because, again, like, that's And, like, they, like, Harry goes and visits them. And, like, Theo yeah. goes and visits. It's, like, he's in exile. And, like, no one's supposed to know. He's basically in, like, witness protection. Like, no one's supposed to know where he is. But, like, Kingsley's People just, know. like, sure. Sure, like, have at it. whatever. <laughs> Uh, and like okay and then the end too with Theo so Pansy dies for him during like the battle and then 
Harry and they bring him to like the clearing where the uh the stone is. Yeah. And he he gets to see her one last time and she's basically like, "Okay, move the fuck on." Yeah, like I I'm, I'm with you every day. Like this is fucking boring. Do yeah, she's like, yourself. "Thank you." <laughs> and honestly, it's like one of those things where I feel like he probably held on to it for so long because he didn't know how, like, he always had a thing for her. She always had a thing for him. Neither of them knew that each other had things for each other or were in love with each other. And then mm-hmm. as soon as they find out, she literally sacrifices herself to save him. Yeah. So I feel like that's got to be, like, that's harder, harder to man. move on from than, like, yeah. if it was, like, your husband or, like, somebody that you were with. I don't, right? Because, like, it's, it's, like, there's so many I, what I'm ifs. Assume, yeah, that's, I think that yeah. would kill me the most. Is like, oh, my God, what if I just, like, copped and, like, said something? What if I, like, just told yeah. her? What if I... Like, yeah, I think the what ifs would kill me more than like having the time. Right. And it, right. maybe, okay, maybe not said that way, but like it would kill me in a different way. Yeah. Like, I think that it would. It's like the like, woulda, coulda, shouldas. Like, right. Like, he's like, yes, yeah, like holding on to something that he never had. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. Oh, poor Theo. I don't know if, poor like, Theo. if, like, there is, like, a Theo, if there's, like, a spinoff that's, like, Theo finding love. I would read that. I don't know. I would read that too. I am excited to continue on this Germani fanfic journey. Yeah. Um. Probably won't touch Manacled yet. I think that I will probably. I know you would. Do that next. You can. I don't know. Based off of Mary's <laughs> thought process with it, I was like, ah. you all know how I feel about <laughs> extreme emotional books yeah so i don't know um but if there's any other great wrecks out there please send them our way because there's so many they think it's very hard to navigate like like i almost wish there was like a diagram yeah like to show you like you know happy ending or like harry's alive and happy ending or harry's dead and happy end like i don't know like there's so manacled is i think harry's dead and manacled I believe so. Which is or like again, fine. Or the death I know the Death Eaters like win. That's Yes. So I'm assuming Harry's dead. I don't know. I know he's dead in a couple of them. But which like yeah. I'm like okay with. But again, right. like, I just it's feel not like real. Need- <laughs> it's not real. It's not real. So I can get past that. I've showed yeah. myself already. But I think I still need a happy ending. I'm a right. happy ending gal. Uh, yeah, I, I can read something that doesn't have a happy ending go, if I know going into it that it doesn't, but I feel like everything that I read does. Like, Same. even if something sad happens, the ending is still happy. Yeah, agreed. I feel like most people probably write happy endings, but again, I don't know. Like, this this can this is dark. Like, I know Manacold is considered dark. Like, I would consider Breath Mints and Battle Scars to be, like, a gray yeah, I don't think it's dark. But like, even means. like a dark romance, Darker like moments, but like haunting Adeline is like a dark romance, obviously, but it still ends on a happily ever after. It's just not like a, it's not like a fluffy like cotton candy happily ever exactly. after. But like, think of the genre you're in. Right, right. Like the people yeah. that you like, you people aren't dead, and like people still end up together. But like exactly. bad stuff happens along the way. Um, yeah. But yeah, I liked it. I mean, I will definitely read more Dramani fanfic Same. now. Uh, we definitely have a lot of recommendations like already because we've asked for them before we did That's this true. episode. Um, but if you have one that you're very passionate about, please, please send it DM way. us. Um, yeah. And maybe where you got it from because I clearly screwed up with this one. <laughs> I think it's just like a matter of like, I, I think AO3 is 
a site that you can get it from and i i think you could just google it and like it's just finding like Someone's the right the right version Looking and then uh, actually reading yeah like fanfic is okay to just get online you don't have to pay for them um so you're not stealing it's it's for free um because sometimes people are like oh yeah like you know i had somebody comment on one of our videos like oh if you just type in the name of the book in pdf you can get it for free and i was like don't do that that's a real published author like you're stealing their work no yes agreed this is fanfic you're this you're just allowed to find yeah you're just allowed to find this online i feel like i don't know especially because now that we talk to some authors like i want to support them by purchasing their books yeah that's their livelihood i don't think i've ever this isn't like no i mean limewire like googling limewire or me googling (laughs) test answers for for my generic genetic chemistry and like orgo chem classes yeah no that's that's just cheating and i allow that yeah that's fine yeah, but, but i'm I not i won't steal work <laughs> no i won't steal author's work i will st- yeah no. i mean i don't have limewire or napster anymore but like back in the day i was like i don't care oh, i'm still yeah. i'm stealing oh, this that shit <laughs> 12 year old burning cds in my parents bedroom yeah, yeah. Duh. <laughs> um but yeah so that's i think i gave it like a four and a half um i think i gave it a four and a half too but I really liked it. Definitely recommend. Uh, I think it's a good place to start, too, if you are new to the world of Germani fanfic. I thought it was, like, very easy to jump into. Um, there's really, like, no world building because you already know the world of Hogwarts and everything. Um, but next week, Spilling the Tea. And then we have, at the end of the month, on the 29th, our special Akasif reread. Uh, and if you know us, you know that we hate Nesta. Um, even after reading Akasif, like, I mean, I guess at this point it's been probably two years. I read it, like, when it first came out. But um we're we're like we're gonna go in with open you know clean slate i think we're very open to hearing about why people love nesta like i no. like we loved the book we just don't like her i understand why people like her agreed i don't but i'm going in with like an open a clean mind. slate fresh mind and i'm gonna see over the if- past years about yeah. her, like why people like her so that could help um yeah so i'm gonna see if my opinion on her changes at all same i think it'll change a little bit i think i'm like i'll be like a little bit more what's the word like lenient on her i think that I'll, i think i'll come out liking her more than i do now but i don't think Maybe. that i'm gonna be turned into like a nesta fan preach i fully support yeah. that um, we shall you're going to have to, you're going to have to follow along and, and, and see. So yeah, 20, the 22nd spilling the tea, regular, good old, what have we been reading, catch up on. Um, and then the 29th Akasif, and we will put out our April, I can't believe it's April already, our April it's calendar ridiculous. next week. Girl. Okay. We got to make some decisions. I know we can discuss tomorrow. Okay. Okay. But yeah, that's all we got for you guys. So toodles, Katie, say it. Thank you so much for listening to our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to subscribe to receive notifications anytime a new episode drops. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at thebff.bookclub. If you have any comments, questions, book recommendations, or books you want us to talk about in future episodes, please send us an email at thebff.bookclub1 at gmail.com. We appreciate your support. See you, fuckers. See you, fuckers.